All right, welcome on in, guys. Hello and happy Thursday, Thursday or Friday morning if you're listening to this on the podcast or if you're watching this on the YouTube. This is a rebroadcast from our Thursday Night Live on Instagram at No Filter with Zach. So I do have the live chat here. Hi, Miss Jenny. Hi, Zachary Reality. Hi, Gossip in a Glass. Hi, as told by Tones. Everybody loves the facial hair. I feel like the facial hair like makes me look fat. I don't like facial hair. It's not really my vibe. I also washed my hair today, so... Yeah, let's get this weekend started. Get it, get it, get it. Thanks, Jesse. I love wearing denim. All right, it is our Thursday night live. So it is a bit of a more informal podcast recording. I will be engaging with people that are in the live chat. I will be doing shout outs for people that give me badges. And um, yeah, we're going to be breaking down the tea. We have a lot to break down today. We have all of the Mary Cosby stuff. Her, the interview that she just did on Twitter recently, the Up and Adam interview with her mom, Rozzy, and then, of course, all the celebrity Big Brother rumors and who's joining and who's not joining and is Erica joining and what housewife is joining and what Vanderpump Rules star is joining, and we'll get to all of it, all right? Let's start off with Mary Cosby because I know that's what everyone in the live chat is ready for. Mary Cosby, if you come after me, I'll send Jesus after you. Oh, shit, where's Jesus? Oh, no, help! Don't send Jesus after me, girl. I don't want him to come for my mortgage to help you pay for those Louboutins that you're going to be regifting. Hi, my boy, Ollie. Okay, so let's start with an interview that Mary gave on Twitter. What is this fucking thing? Spaces, is that what it's called on Twitter? Spaces. Um, that's. It was like, what was that other? The chat room? Was that what it was? Chat room? There was that app that everyone was using and they would go on the app and then they would just like talk and it was really weird and it was like hot for like a hot second and then it just like died down. Well, now Twitter's trying to do that and so they have their version of that. I believe it's called Spaces. And so there was an account called Brochat, Brochat, B-R-O-U-G-H. I don't think that's a real word. I think that's a made up word. Um, And if not, then I'm going to use it tomorrow on Wordle. Hi, Sam Benjamin. Um, Bruh Chat interviewed Mary, and they went live on Twitter. I believe Jen Shaw also jumped into it as well for like a hot second, but from what I... Hangouts? Is that what it's called? Hangouts? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. That app that everybody's on, and then they were just like, hi, you know, what's going on today? I'm going to talk about you know this whatever, and, and then people would come and just listen, which is just... It's Clubhouse. That's what it was called, Russ. Clubhouse. Yes, thank you. Twitter has now launched their own knockoff cheater brand of Clubhouse. And um, so, yeah, Brudchat interviewed Mary. And basically, to recap what she said, she says that she did not quit Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. She just simply didn't show up to the reunion, which, uh, hello, ding dong ditch. Like, you got fired. That's what happened. Yeah, you technically didn't quit. Which Andy Cohen on his radio show, Radio Andy, said that Mary had quit. Which, I mean, I guess she didn't show up to the reunion, so that was like her version of quitting. But in her head, she didn't formally quit. She was fired. So whatever. She's not coming back. She's not going to be at the reunion. She was definitely fired, is what they both seem to have confirmed. But she says that the reason she didn't go to the reunion is because the producers wouldn't allow her to see the episodes in advance. I don't know if she they if she meant that they weren't going to show her the final episodes until she was actually at the reunion. Um like when she's getting her hair and makeup done, which is kind of normal, I feel like. Sometimes they give you the episodes well in advance. Other times they give you the episode, like they let you screen the last couple of episodes while you're getting ready. That way it's fresh and top of mind. And she says the producers told her that like she always shines at the reunion. So they were going to wait so that she could really shine and react raw to all the allegations the women made against her. And she's like, this whole time, I didn't even know that these women were making allegations against me and they're lying. They're a bunch of liars. I'm going to send Jesus after all of them. And so she said that she wouldn't go on because she didn't know what the actual narrative that they were trying to paint of her was going to be and that they're just a bunch of cowards because they didn't even say anything to her face. They were too busy talking behind her back on camera. She said she she had no idea that the cult allegations and her church and Cameron, that that was like such a big piece of the show this season, which to be fair, I guess would be technically true. Because she didn't really see Cameron filming with the other women. I don't know if the other women disclosed to her that they 
had filmed, or I guess it was really just Lisa Barlow and Meredith, that they had filmed with Cameron. So it, I guess, is possible that she didn't really know. But like also, who was the one? Lisa Barlow said that they were all talking about it when they were out in, when they were in Vail. And she had like a private conversation with Mary being like, we were just all talking about this downstairs. Obviously cameras were up. So maybe she didn't know to what extent that the cult allegations were, but anyway, she claimed she didn't know any of it and the producers wouldn't really let her see what it was. So that's why, you know, she's like, I wasn't going to go there and let them craft a one-sided narrative about me. Uh-uh, no way, Jose, which is now what's going to end up happening because she's not there to answer for any of this. She's not there. Also, you get interviewed. Like, they do multiple interviews. Like, it, it's really hard for me to believe that a housewife wouldn't know. If they're at the central, like, center of all of the drama or the scandal of that season, that I would imagine they kind of have somewhat of an idea. So I don't think she's entirely blind. Wow, thank you, Gossip in a Glass, for the first three badges tonight. That's right, Gossip in a Glass. Get it, get it, get it. Throw them hips, girl. But whatever. So, yeah, like I said, she called him a coward, said she had no idea that they were dragging her church the entire time. And she had no intention of watching Up and Adam, Adam Newell's interview on Up and Adam with her mom, Rosie. Apparently, their relationship is estranged. They haven't talked in a really long time. She said that she had no intention of watching it. Obviously, the interview is now dropped. Who knows if she has watched it since then? Highly unlikely. I mean, Mama did make a lot of allegations of Mama Rosie. There are two mamas. We'll get into it. But she did tease that the reunion was going to be four parts long, or at least that was the plan. I don't know if it's still going to be four parts long. She didn't show up. So I would imagine a lot of the part of the reason they wanted to drag it out for four parts was because Mary and her cult allegations were going to continue to be the topic of discussion. And they expected Mary in like some sort of like combative argument with her. Um, Zach, can you explain the sign at Mary's church? Um, Ansley, I don't really know about the sign at Mary's church, only because people were saying that the church, the sign was taken down, but then someone DM'd me passing by the church and was like, oh, I don't know if the sign was taken down, but it's up there now. So as of today, Thursday, the sign was there or back up there, or I don't know, but the, the sign is up at the church as of today. Um, okay, but yeah, Mary did say four parts of uh, four parts for the reunion, but I feel like I don't know why they would do four parts for the reunion because there wasn't a ton of stuff without Mary. Like Mary and Jen carried the season. What are we going to talk about? Meredith and Lisa Barlow again? Like it just, I don't know. I don't think it needs to be four parts. I think three parts is already stretching it without Mary. Three parts is plenty, but apparently, like I said in the last episode or Monday's episode. Jen Shaw really gets grilled. Lisa Barlow really has some moments. Meredith, I'm sure, continues to disengage. So we'll see what we end up getting from that. But Salt Lake City did start filming for season three this week. So they are currently in production and they are in production without Mary. Now, let's talk about the Up and Adam interview because that was juicy. If you have not watched it yet, I suggest you go and subscribe to Up and Adam on YouTube. Go right now. I'll allow you to take a break so that you can go and watch the interview because it is wild. So Adam had on mother's, sorry, Adam had on Mary's mother, Rosie, and her husband. So this is Mary's, I guess, stepdaddy, who she doesn't really talk to. I guess she's only into to step granddaddies because that's who she'd be banging. Anyway. Rosie says that Mama, who's Rosie's mom, Mary's grandmother, so that's Mama. So when you hear me refer to Mama, that's who she is. And if you want to know what Mama looks like, all you have to do is watch the interview on Up and Adam because they have a giant photo of her, a giant portrait of her. Um, And I would imagine that's not the only portrait that they have of Mama because they love Mama. Anyway, Rosie says that Mama was an angel. And that's probably why didn't Mary have like a, a portrait of mama like flying up in in the um, you're so wrong for that. What am I wrong for? What did I say? I'm always wrong. Um, I'm always right, but it's always wrong. Anyway. That's mama. Mama's an angel. Mama flies up with Jesus and they hang out together. So if anybody's going to be sending Jesus after you, it's going to be mama. 
They also claim that Mary never wanted or that Mama didn't want Mary to marry Bob Sr. because Mama had just married Mary off to another man a couple years prior. So Mary's claim on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City last year, last season, was that she that her grandmother wanted her to marry Bob who or Robert Sr., who was her grandmother's husband. It's very complicated, especially when you're talking about Mary and getting married and all that stuff. But anyway, the story goes that grandma wanted Mary to marry grandma's husband, who's Mary's step-grandfather, right? Well, now Mary's real mama, Rosie, is saying that that's not true, that mama had just married Mary to a different man and they had only been, I mean, she must have gotten married when she was like 17, 18-ish. Like young. She was really young when she married this other man. And so apparently in their church, divorce is a no-no. No way, Jose. We don't get divorced. That's not a thing. It's not allowed in their church. Okay? After mama married Mary and this other man, three years later, mama suddenly passes and oh no, goodbye mama. Mama went back home with Jesus and all the angels. She went to go fly back up there so that she can look like the portrait in Mary's house. So apparently, since divorce isn't allowed, Rosie and her her husband were kind of like, well, then that doesn't really make sense. Like, why would mama want her? Obviously, mama wasn't expecting to die. But why would mama want Mary to marry Bob Sr. if mama had just married her to another man and divorce isn't allowed in their church? The pieces aren't fitting. Okay, doesn't add up like who the Louboutins belong to. It doesn't add up. But anyway, apparently Bob actually wanted to marry Rosie, who's Mary's mom. She's also a founding member of the church and was entitled to the church after mama died. But Bob used his big influence to he used all his big fancy lawyers and he kept the church. And according to Rosie and her husband, not only did he use influence with his lawyers to keep the church and keep it away from Rosie, but he also brainwashed young Mary, who was at the tender age of 20 years old, and convinced her that this is what mama wanted her to do. Mama wanted Mary. So Bob, according to them, is the one that convinced Mary that this is what she was supposed to do, was leave her husband, divorce him, and then marry her her step-granddaddy. Fucking gross. I don't know. Like, I don't know how anybody allowed any of this to happen, but whatever. Rosie then left the church a month after Mama died, which means that this all happened very quickly. So if Mama died, you know, on January 30th, I don't know the exact date, but if Mama died on January 30th, that means there was there were only four weeks in between when Bob got the church, brainwashed Mary, and then decided to marry Mary. And then Rosie was like, uh-uh. My, step-grand- my stepdaddy's marrying my daughter. No way, Jose. I'm out. Thank you. Next. I'm going to go do my damn thing with my man, her man, very interesting, by the way. And he did a lot of talking in the interview, which I would imagine he was carrying the interview so that mama didn't say anything crazy because mama was definitely throwing out some crazy things. But we love mama. Mama was fun. And mama's outfit was a vibe. Caught a vibe. Baby, no, 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 for the ride. Thanks, Sue. Sue, nine, six, seven with the three badges. Thank you, my love. Thank you, Sue. So Rosie and her husband claim that Mary is completely innocent and she's really just trapped under Bob and making all the parishioners take out their mortgages is all Bob and it's not Mary and Mary's completely innocent. She's just entirely brainwashed and Mary would never do anything like that. Her crimes are much smaller, like regifting Louboutins, but she would never try to steal money from people. She would just use stolen money to buy herself shoes. You know, you feel me? Mama can swing... Mama can sing to sing at Olympics. Can Mama sing? I didn't know Mama could sing, Jenny, Jeannie. But anyway, they claim that, oh, Rosie also did say that she wishes that Mary would have kept up her affair with Cameron and that she would have ran off with Cameron and stayed with him instead of Bob. So if Ma, if your own mother is encouraging you to get divorced and have an affair and run off with the man you're having an affair with over marrying and having a baby with your step-granddaddy. That says a lot. 
But anyway, they say that Mary is not the one to be feared. Bob is the one that everybody should be afraid of because Bob is apparently the one that will send Jesus after you. Or apparently he is like God. And when Mary says, I'm going to send Jesus after you, she really means I'm going to send Bob after you. Could you imagine if Jesus' name was Bob? And everyone is like, oh, praise Bob. That would be weird. Very strange. I agree with you, Miss Jenny. It is very, very strange. Jeannie, yeah, par- uh, watched part of the interview in between her husband's ramble. He did ramble. I would imagine, like, the two of them, like, you could tell, like, here's the thing. When people aren't used to being interviewed, like, they ramble, they talk on a lot, they say kooky, crazy things. So I think, you know, they just weren't used to being in a formal interview like that. But I think Adam handled it well. It was definitely a hot mess express. Full shizzle my nizzle. Okay. Any, did anybody else catch the interview? Or are you going to catch the interview? Or you don't care about the interview? Mary, maybe Mary is abused. Well, I was also thinking about this too. And I was like, well, before we get into the big brother stuff, mama and stepdad are out here dropping these, like this whole narrative that Mary's brainwashed and that Mary, you know, is under Bob's spell and she can't get away because she's afraid of Bob. And then we have Mary over here. Now there are all these allegations against the church and it's all coming forth. And I'm wondering if this is like the perfect exit strategy for Mary. Like if Mary really wants to pivot and get away from all of this cuckoo craziness, she can be like, yes, it's true. It was all Bob. I was under his spell. He held me captive in the basement and I've been down there ever since. Me and Tom Girardi were just hanging out down there and like, you know, we just, we didn't know what to do. We were under duress. And so- I, to me, it sounds like the perfect story. And she'd be like, yes, the church is closing down because those are the rumors too that the church was closing down. And like, that would be perfect. Yes, the church is closing down. I'm leaving Bob because, you know, I'm a victim in all of this and I was brainwashed and I was like Harry Potter locked up under the stairs. And, you know, I didn't have a choice. I was young and impressionable, which to be fair is somewhat believable if you're 20 years old and your step granddaddy convinces you that you have to marry him. And he apparently bought her a brand new BMW too for her birthday. So obviously, you know, that helps. I wonder if she had to give him a BJ for that. Like Lala. But who knows? A cult can do awful things to a person. I agree, Yennefer. I thought that their relationship would be more toxic on Mary's side. Mary's mom's side. Whose relationship, Ansley? Anyway, I think it's the perfect exit strategy. They can get out together. She can lock herself up in, you know, the assisted living facility. Maybe she has Alzheimer's and dementia now too. Who knows? But I just think Mama did her a favor more than anything. And Mama gave her an exit strategy so that she can leave Bob and leave the church altogether. She's probably not going to end up with anything. She's not going to have any money. But like, I don't know. Cults can do awful things to a person. I agree. Can we get light? Getting pretty deep. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Talking about Mary hidden under the basement is too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Christ. How big? Um, Mary was so fired she didn't quite. Yeah, there's no way Mary quit on her. Well, I mean, not showing up the reunion gets you fired. She says that she didn't quit and she never had any plans on quitting where does mary's mom live in a house um they were so rude to lala fyi yes they who was rude to Lala? oh at the reunion alicia we haven't even seen the reunion yet. we don't know how rude they're gonna be to lala but we'll see okay let's talk about celebrity big brother because there are lots of casting rumors about celebrity big brother and i don't know what to believe because Apparently, they're, I don't really follow the Big Brother fandom, mainly because Big Brother... Well, I, I don't watch regular Big Brother. The only time I watch it is for Celebrity Big Brother. And they've, they're only on two seasons here in the U.S. And the seasons are, like, very far apart. So I think they didn't have... They haven't had any of the seasons since pre-pandemic. And that was when they had, like, Omarosa on and Brandy Glanville. Or was that last year? That wasn't last year. When was that? That had to have been, like, 2019. But, um... Anyway, so apparently, according to Big Brother fans, a lot of accounts on Twitter like to go and drop some like tea and be like, here's the list of celebrities. Here's the leaked list, the confirmed list of celebrities that are joining the show. This happens a lot with Housewives News as well, where people create these fake accounts. They drop this fake, as I call it, low budget tea, basically make their own shit up. I mean, I know other 
content creators that make shit up to get people to tune in and everyone's gonna be like, ooh, is that a real rumor? And then they'd pass it off as real rumors. And it just is super annoying because like I actually like to vet my sources and get real tea. Anyway, I'm not saying that my tea always checks out, but I usually am pretty good at vetting my team, bringing you the best tea based off of, you know, the circumstances at the time. But apparently people create these fake accounts and drop all these fake names. And there are a lot of fake names on the list out there. There are a few. I think The Sun released an article. Um, Nothing is confirmed. Anybody that thinks that there is a confirmed list for Celebrity Big Brother as of 7.16 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Thursday night, there is not a real confirmed list out there. Now, on the list, though, on the rumored list of people that are joining, Jax Taylor and Erica Jane are two of the names that have been leaked as potentials joining the house. Now, do I believe Jax Taylor is doing it? I believe Jax Taylor wants to do it. And if anything, he's probably one of the ones that leaked his name. And I'm pretty sure he's getting whoever is repping him these days to get on Big Brother. He's been trying to get on Big Brother for a really long time. I know he was trying to get on the UK version, which I believe is really popular. Maybe it was the Australian version. The one that Caitlyn Jenner was on. Jax Taylor was trying to get on that one. I believe he was rumored to be on that one too. Didn't end up doing it. Whatever happened to Caitlyn Jenner on Big Brother? She didn't go very far there, did she? Teddy was said to go on. I know. I'm Tina. I'm the one that re- I'm the one that announced that. We're getting to it, girl. Um. Anyway, Jax Taylor. I don't know if he's actually going to be doing it. I know he really wants to. And usually when you want it so badly, that's when it's like, Ansley, we will get to Vanderpump Rules. Just a second. I'm trying to break down the celebrity big brother team I love. Um, but anyway, so we'll, I, I actually think it's possible that Jax Taylor is going to be joining. I think he really wants to be on it. I think he will be great on it. I think he's very entertaining to watch. And big brother really loves the controversial stars they love it caitlin was amazing on aussie big brother yeah i love aussie big brother guys we'll move on to other topics let's finish one topic and then we'll move on to another topic let me finish that we can talk about miami we can talk about anything you want guys just let me finish this let me wrap it up because then people are going to comment on youtube being like you're taking too long or they're going to leave me mean reviews on apple Podcasts because they think i'm taking too long anyway the other rumored person from bravo that's supposed to be joining the house was erica jane that is another fake low-budget rumor. Erica's not joining the show. She's still filming for Housewives. They're still filming through the first few weeks of February, at least. Like I said, there were a lot of um, delays because of COVID and people testing positive for COVID. So they've had to like shut down production and like, you know, pivot and work around it. But anyway, Erica's not joining. She's still in production for Beverly Hills. But Teddy, I hear, is the one that actually is going to be joining Celebrity Big Brother US for season three. Um, she's or is supposed to be one of the housemates joining. I believe they're having 14 housemates. Who knows who they're all going to be? I think from what I've been able to gather, Tiffany New York Pollard is definitely one of the shoe-ins. Sean Spicer is definitely one of the shoe-ins. You know, they always have to throw in somebody political. Um, New York is great. I think she's hilarious. She's done Big Brother. She's done a lot of shows that she's famously single. Like, she does a lot of these celebrity shows, and she's really great at them, and she always, like, makes good memes. She's reality TV gold. But so Teddy, I think, is going to be the one who's joining, or she's at least in talks to join. They have to quarantine for a certain number of days, and they have to get tested before entering into the house. Obviously, you know, prior to... COVID situations, it was easier for them to kind of just bring everybody into the house once they were confirmed. In this case, they have to quarantine, they have to test, they can't test positive. Um, So I would imagine even the final list isn't the final list because they have alternates on standby in case somebody tests positive or somebody can't do it after all or somebody's exposed or whatever the case may be. I would assume they have a a couple on standby, which is actually pretty standard when they have shows like this. They have celebrities that are on standby. So usually when they do have celebs that are confirmed, they aren't always entirely confirmed until they're actually on the show. Very standard for reality competition shows. But we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if Jax did it. Um, It would be interesting to see Jax and Teddy on the show together because I believe they were like friends or friendly. I know Teddy was like friends with like Stassi. She's friends with the Vanderpump people because she's like the same age as the Vanderpump people. I don't know if they would allow 
it if CBS would allow Teddy and Jax to join together considering they have history, a friendly history together. So who knows, but we'll see. I hated Teddy on Housewives, but I love her on her and Tamara's podcast. They do have a really fun podcast. She was on, she was talking to Tamara on the podcast or well, obviously Tamara's her co-host, but she would, they were talking about the season of Beverly Hills. And she was saying that, um, one of the housewives that there's a lot of drama in Beverly Hills, which I mean, sure. Um, it's from what I've heard, it's, it's a good season. It's a good season. Um, but yes, we actually did talk about Jenny Craig, Brittany doing Jenny Craig last week, my love. Um, what was it? See, the live chat always distracts me. What was I saying? I completely forgot what I was talking about. Oh, Teddy, Tamara, podcast. She says that there is one housewife in particular this season that was not very supportive of Dorit after the robbery. She kind of hinted at, Te- or not Teddy, at um, Sutton being the one that wasn't the most supportive. Because, like, I highly doubt Eric, it was Erica or Rinna or... Because a lot of them showed up. Kyle, they all showed up for Dorit when it went down. They've all been very supportive of Dorit. Um... I don't think Crystal would not be supportive or friendly with Dorit. I think it's I pretty I'm pretty certain it's Sutton, the one that it you know was stirring up some shit. I hear Sutton stirring up a lot of shit this season and doing some crazy wacky stuff. I hear the new uh, Diana chick is crazy as well and really bringing the heat. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a good season. Sutton does not like drama. Sutton is drama. Chris O'Shea, Sutton is drama. Sutton caused all the drama last season with Erica and with Crystal. And then she was like, no, I can't take it. I'm a good Southern woman. No. She loves it. Is it Sutton? Is she the drama? I don't think she's the drama. Maybe she is. Is she the villain? I don't think she's the villain. She doesn't like it. She loves it. Yes. Yes. Chris, you're outnumbered. You're outnumbered here, my love. Um, yes. You want to talk about Miami or Vanderpump? Miami's great. Um, oh, I haven't seen this week's episode yet. It just dropped today on Thursday. I haven't seen the new episode of Miami yet, but by Miami breakdown is coming out next week. I did a full breakdown into Miami. Um, I would say the YouTube version is probably going to be a little more fun only because we like do before and after pictures from them in season one and in season four, it's just a little more dynamic. So they're like, you know, there's like imagery and fun stuff. So I haven't seen the episode from today either. It's okay. I feel like most people don't usually watch on Thursday. They usually watch like on Friday or like the day when there isn't really any new housewife stuff, but Miami's great. Loving it. Like I said, my Miami breakdown, which encompasses seasons one through three and season four comes out this upcoming Wednesday. And then after that, I have on um, a lawyer that dives into some of the Tom Girardi legal scandal and the relationship with the state bar and all of that sort of stuff. I know we haven't done too much Girardi stuff. It hasn't been too uh, top of mind or topical lately, but I actually thought it was a great episode. Um, and for everyone that says, you know, we were, we're worried about the victims and we want to make sure that justice is done. If you actually care about justice, you'll want to listen to this episode and not just the fictitious housewife shit. Can I just say to Fel, I feel like this isn't popular opinion, but I love Lisa. Oh, Katie, I love Lisa too. Lisa Rinna, I love Lisa. If Miami done, what is airing next? Um, I would assume after Miami will come Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2. That's supposed to drop in March. They're filmed... The Real Houses of Miami reunion this week. I believe they filmed it today, actually. So that means we only have a few episodes left. So I would imagine that Miami's going to run out. Paris and Love is going to run out. They're going to need some new reality content. We know that Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2 is supposed to be coming in March anyway. So I would imagine timing is boom. That's right, Ansley. No BS allowed tonight. I am on one. What is your ideal housewife? What place and with who? I don't know if I have an ideal housewife. I think all the ideals. I mean, Chicago would be kind of fun. 
but I don't know. But Chicago reality shows never last or never really go anywhere. I know they try to do like a Mob Wives Chicago. They've tried to do the Real Housewives of Chicago. And they're never able to find the right group of women. So maybe Chicago women just aren't very interesting to watch on television. Can we talk about Summer House? Oof, Summer House. Summer is supposed to be fun. Summer House is great. Love Summer House. Updates on Lisa and Meredith, please. What about Lisa and Meredith? They're like not happy with each other. What about the South? Oh, you want us to go to Sutton's hometown and watch more Southern people? Um. Well, is anything that we have technically considered? Atlanta's not considered the South, right? That's considered East Coast. Dallas isn't considered the South. I'm trying to think of like what are the lower states. Yeah, I would say none of them are really the char. I mean, well, Charleston's Southern charm. Did we finish with Mary? Yes, we did finish with Mary. Did you have any other points or questions? No, Atlanta is the South. Okay, so Atlanta is considered the South. See, so then we do have the South. So why are we saying we don't have the South? Who said we don't have the South? See, now you're throwing me off because you're making. I'm not good at geography. Georgia is as Southern as you can get. Okay, that's what I thought. But then somebody's like, we don't have any housewives of the South. So I was like, okay, maybe we don't have any housewives of the South. Okay, good. Got it. Thank you, guys. So whoever made that comment was way off. Was it eat carbs? Eat the carbs. Yeah. Eat the carbs. Yes. Mm. I love carbs. God, I'm so sore. I've been working out all week this week. And I am just like, oof. Sore, sore, sore. It's eat the carbs first time. No, it's not. I love eat the carbs. Eat the carbs pops in. Um, okay, let's do a couple quick bad shout outs. Gossip and Glass, thank you for the three badges. Crystal S5580, thank you for the three badges. Suze9067, my love, thank you for the badges. You guys are amazing. Yennefer, welcome back, Yennefer. I haven't seen you in a minute, but here you are with the two badges, and you are looking gorge, my love. Chrissy 37G, how are you, Chrissy? Thank you for the three badges, my dear. Love ya. Kanucky Nat, what's going on, Nat? Thank you for the three badges, my love. Ooh, eat the carbs. Eat the carbs came in with five badges. Three originals and two more. Look at that. Eat the carbs. I will eat all the carbs for you. I will. I will. Who's that girl? Trisha Paytas. No, it's not Trisha Paytas. Who's the girl that eats on on YouTube? And she like eats like five pizzas. Who is she? Is it Trisha Paytas? And she's like crazy. And then she buys billboards and like has an OnlyFans and like fucks her husband all the time. Well, anyway, if that's her. Yes. We love when you join Yennefer. Box Boy Rich is in the house. Box Boy Rich always be sending me those funny memes and those funny videos. He keeps me laughing. Don't forget the box wine. Box wine? I don't drink box wine. I only drink canned wine. No filter wine. Nofilterwine.com. <gasps> yeah. I'm shocked to hear that girls don't pick their own tagline. Can you verify this is a fact or true? They don't even write their own taglines um, for the most part. So, yes, I believe you're referring to the New Jersey taglines came out. Melissa Gorga says that she hates her tagline, which she should hate her tagline because it's fucking awful. It was something like some are born great and others are born Jersey. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Number one. And number two, like that makes it seem like Jersey's not great. Like the people from Jersey are not great. Some people are born great and some people are born Jersey. Doesn't make any sense. But the housewives, I believe they even tape like a few different taglines and then they ne they don't even know which one Bravo's actually going to go with. So Mel Melissa really, if so, yeah, Melissa's really is so bad. But that's true. I believe it's like 20% the housewife and 80% Bravo. So the housewife can come up with her own tagline and be like, this is what I want my tagline to be, Bravo. And then Bravo's like, okay, cool. That's your tagline. Nah, we're going to make it this instead. So they feel they have to tape a few different options and then Bravo ultimately decides which one they're going to go with at the end. Teresa's I thought was great. What was hers? I have a new king, but I'm still the queen of New Jersey. 
Margaret's was great too. Jennifer's was probably my favorite. Oh, Margaret's was something about like, if you have nothing to hide, then you should you shouldn't have anything to fear losing or something like that. And then Jennifer's was, I may have a new nose, but I can still smell bullshit. I love it. It was great. I think it was meant to be like some people are great and some people are Jersey. So some people are better. Yeah, it doesn't really help the cause of Jersey, though. Damn, then Bravo really did Melissa bad. Well, that was a bad one. And then I was listening to Heather McDonald's interview with Lala Kent, and they were talking about how they hated Mary's tagline this season, which is, if you come after me, I'll send Jesus after you, and how they thought that that was horrible. But Heather was saying that the worst tagline is Kristen Takeman's tagline from Real Housewives of New York, because hers was, um, I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'm pretty... Which basically said she's dumb as fuck, which was not a very nice tagline. I think that was one of the worst taglines ever, though. It was not great. Or I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle and cash. Also a bad one. It was horrible for Mary. I loved Mary's. I'm going to send Jesus after you. Only The only reason I love Mary's, I didn't love it when I first read it, but the only reason I love Mary's is because of all the memes that we have as a result of it and all the jokes that we have as a result of it. What did you think? <laughs> what did you think about Jenny's Facebook posts? Yes. So for people that aren't familiar, Jenny, who's the newbie on Real Houses of Salt Lake City this this season, she had some old Facebook posts that resurfaced uh, back from 2020 that were in reference to BLM. They were in reference to like some of the rioting and George Floyd. Um, very controversial. I know a lot of people had a lot of feelings about it. Um, I think she did issue an apology. Um, she did say that those were old Facebook posts and that she had deleted her Facebook page quite some time ago prior to, I believe, even joining Housewives or around the time that she joined Housewives. She deleted the Facebook account altogether. So those posts, I don't even know how they would have resurfaced. It seems like somebody at some point saw them, screenshotted them and was saving them for a rainy day. I don't know who would have done that or even if there's a way to access old posts after an account has already been taken down or who would have had access to them. I mean, it was like a lot of it was several posts. So and at the time she wasn't on Housewives. Nobody really knew anything about it. So it it was interesting. I agree, Tones. She was definitely um, she was definitely trying to hide the evidence. Um, That was BS. She deleted that morning. Why is that BS? She said she deleted the Facebook account a year ago. Um, maybe Bravo did it for publicity. See, Box Boy Rich, I kind of feel like maybe I saw that there was an account that was looking through her Facebook page. But how would they have access? Unless she didn't really delete it? I don't know. Let's pull up her statement right now and see... Because I want to say that she said that she deleted the Facebook account well over a year ago. Okay, so her statement was, I want to acknowledge and apologize for my deleted Facebook posts from 2020 that resurfaced today. At the time, I thought I was speaking out against violence, but I have since learned how offensive and hurtful my words were. It's why I deactivated that account more than a year ago and why I continue to learn about perspective perspectives different from my own. I regret those posts and I'm sincerely sorry for the pain they caused. So let's get into it. So, um, yes, some of it, I think, here's the thing. I think some of them, or I think the posts were offensive. I think they were tone deaf, I think. But the thing is, once she issues deleted the post and she's issued an apology, and I always think that we need to give, because immediately people were like flooding my DMs with like, they need to fire her, fire her, fire her, fire her, pull her off the show immediately. I've always been against that strategy. I've been against it with every other Bravo star that's been caught up in hot water since then. Um, I think it's not uncommon for... Um, people to feel that way. You know, I think if anything, 2020 
changed a lot of people and it changed a lot of perspective for a lot of people. And I think going into 2020, a lot of people still had that old way of thinking. And so I think when we went through that summer, it really rose a lot of emotion in, in many of us. We had very hot and controversial or just very heated discussions. We had very heated opinions. A lot of us didn't fully understand it. And I think once the dust, the dust sort of settled, you know, once we were able to kind of culturally move through that summer and learn about George Floyd and learn about Breonna Taylor and go through, you know, our our legal justice system. I think we learned a lot from that time. But you can't be upset at somebody for having problematic behavior at, like before they were were exposed to new information and before we've given them an opportunity to learn and grow. Now, here's the thing. If Jenny had posted that shit yesterday, if Jenny had posted that shit this morning, that would be a totally different story. But she posted this back when a lot of people were talking about rioting and looting. And, you know, I've even had my own, you know, mix of emotions going through that process. I lived in downtown, um, downtown LA, which was one of the first parts of LA that was hit really strong with the riots and the looting. It, I literally saw it right outside my window. You know, that made me feel a certain type of way. And it took me a minute to kind of process certain things and come full circle and really kind of understand and digest all of that information. And I think we have to give people the grace to fuck up and learn and grow from that. From what we've seen from Jenny, I haven't seen her be that type of person currently. I haven't seen her post anything like that currently. I haven't seen her, you know, display that type of behavior on the show. You know, Mary Cosby has displayed some interesting, questionable behavior on the show very recently in season one and in season two. Um, and Mary didn't really seem to be remorseful for any of that stuff either. Um, I mean, I guess we're going to have to kind of see with Jenny. I want to believe that she's learned and, and has grown from this. And I think that's what we have to do. You know, everyone that's like, I hate cancel culture, but it's like you have to allow people to be bad people and learn from those opportunities because then that's how they become better people, you know? So as much as people want me to completely condemn Jenny, I mean, I I don't condemn what she posted. I, I don't condone what she posted. I don't support what she posted. I don't believe that. Um, but I think we need to give people room to grow. If she does something like this that still echoes that sentiment tomorrow, that's a whole different story. And at that point, then I think we continue to hold people accountable. That statement pisses me off so bad right now. What state? My statement? I'm sorry if you're pissed. Or if Jenny's statement, I'm sorry if you're pissed. I mean, you're entitled to be pissed. Do you guys see Salt Lake City having longevity or do you see it a counselor at some point soon? Yeah, Um gonna move on or I'm gonna yell. You're welcome to yell and you're welcome to leave. Listen, I want you to stay in this conversation. These conversations are important. I don't want anybody to leave. I want people to be able to have, you know, oh, the statement about George. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The statement that she made. Yeah, see, but here's the thing. So many people didn't know any better. So many people were raised or grew up in some type of bubble where they had a lack of exposure. And now that that now that's changed, my love, you know, people I'm, I want to have faith that people can be better and people can learn how to do better. Again, I don't condone what she said. I don't condone her behavior, but I do support her wanting to move forward and teach us all through all of this. Right. There are also the same people worried about housewife. Um, yeah, it would have been great to see Stassi learn and grow. I agree. We didn't give the Vanderpump kids an opportunity. And I think they're a lot younger, you know, Stassi, Kristen. Well, I mean, Jax is kind of up there. Um, so is Kristen. But like, you know, I think you need to give people an opportunity to grow. It's hard for me to understand. Didn't know any better. But yeah, I guess it depends on who you are and how you grew up. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people grew up you know, in a very different reality than some of us grew up. You know, I can only operate from my own level of consciousness, from my own background, from my own level of exposure. And I'm 28 years old. I'm still being exposed to new stuff. I'm still learning about other people's experiences in this world. And as I learn about them, which is an ongoing process, as I learn about them, my perspective changes. 
my opinions change. You know, that's reality. People are like the world is not black and white. The reality is people are multifaceted and they're good and bad. And it really just depends on how we show up in the world every day. Um, so, yeah, that's what I have to say about Jenny. What else were we talking about? Hey, I'm 35 and let's use this platform to have fun and talk housewives. Yes, let's do it. I agree. Let's get back to something fun and lighthearted and, you know, what are we talking about next? Miami, Salt Lake City. Oh, somebody asked if Salt Lake City has longevity. I think I would say it's definitely got longevity through the Jen Shaw storyline. Obviously, now we lost Mary. She's gone. That's going to be interesting to watch. I feel like Meredith's stick is kind of getting a little dry. Um, Whitney and Heather, bad weather. I mean, they're cute, but I feel like they can only... They're not the central storylines. They're, you know, the ones that kind of pick up some of the slack. Um, so I think we need them, but we need them when there's like a central storyline that they can investigate, that they can push, that they can, you know, do something with. So, um, yeah, I think Jen Shaw is really the only thing interesting. And, you know, that's the only interesting story to continue to follow. I mean, we know that Heather is not Mormon anymore. We got it, Heather. You're not Mormon anymore. Got it. You're raising a glass of champagne. Got it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I I think it's it'll last at least as long as we have Jen Shaw to follow and that story to follow because Jen Shaw is still going to deliver. Jenny, I think, actually is was highly entertaining this season. But, again, Jenny needs a good, you know, antagonist or protagonist, depending on how you look at Jenny. But she needs somebody to go to bat with. And I think Mary was the perfect person for her to go to bat with, but now we lost Mary. Um, I'm curious to see how many years will Jen get sentenced to because she feels like she's not going anywhere and she needs to face reality. Yeah, she's definitely serving some time for sure. I don't like Ariana all the time, but you see like her. Um, I like Ariana. I'm obsessed with your wine. Oh, thank you, Mandy Clay. Which one are you drinking tonight? Or are you drinking tonight? Um, yeah, if anybody's drinking some no-filter wine, let me know. No-filter wine, no-filter rosé, soon-to-be no-filter white. We have a white wine coming out. Um, And her weird voices, yes. I like Ariana. I think Ariana's fun. Um, I didn't love her try so hard to defend Sheena and Brock at the engagement party, but, like, I also, you know... I get it. She was just trying to settle and calm everything down. But like, come on, Sheena, bad timing. Lala, bad timing. Everyone's like upset with Lala, though. Everyone's like, oh, Lala, why does she have to go and ruin the party? But it's like, hello, we needed some drama at the finale. The finale was being filmed at the party. So obviously we love the drama. I'm here for all the wine Zach provides. Oh, thank you, Alicia. She was drunk and looked bad. Oh, no, I don't like Ariana at all. You don't like Ariana at all? I thought she was fun. And her fighting with Lala, I thought that was funny. Mm -hmm. Those is my thoughts. All right, guys, shall we wrap? Shall we wrap for the night? All right. Thank you, guys. For listening to hashtag or watching hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. I have a fun episode this upcoming Monday. Going to be breaking down more headlines from the weekend. Then next week we have the Real Housewives of Miami breakdown. Then I have Evan Real from page six that's going to be coming on to dish on housewives with me. I have Jess Rothschild that's coming up to dish on some housewives with me. She's the host of Hot Takes and Deep Dives. Um, I have another lawyer that's going to be breaking down the California State Bar and Tom Girardi and how, how he was able to get away with all of this for so long and what that system actually looks like. Because that was the biggest question is how was Tom able to get away with this? We're going to dive into that in a future episode, not this upcoming week, but the week after been taping a lot of really good content. Stay tuned. And then come February. Come February, I have a really big, big and exciting announcement and a really fun new collaboration that I think I'm going to be doing. Wink, wink. Do you think Coach knew anything? I'm pretty sure Coach was pretty savvy with what was going on. 
I wouldn't be surprised if he gave her some sort of legal advice being that he has a law background. All right, guys, thank you for listening and watching Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter, our Thirsty Thursday live. I hope you are getting Liddy City on some No Filter wine. It's available at nofilterwine.com, 14% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It's a Housewives-inspired rosé line and soon to expand it with a fizzy white, which will be launching this March. So stay tuned. Get ready. Get ready, Freddy. And stock up on the four OG cans because these ones, like, these are going away. So... Get ready. Um, after party, we only got nine badges tonight. If we get, mm, let's say, should we say, can we do 15 badges? If we do 15 badges, then we can definitely do after party tonight. I'm going to make some popcorn and we'll chat and dish and shoot the shit. Um, all right, guys. Well, I yeah, let's definitely wrap. I hope everybody, I have my apologies for getting upset over the Facebook comment. That's okay. Listen, love, we're all human. We have our moments. You have nothing to apologize for. We love you, Alicia. Um, I love you, girl. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I can't say that again. Uh, if you're li- watching this on the YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Leave me a comment letting me know what you thought of this week's episode. What do you think of Mary? Did you watch the Up and Adam interview? If you haven't yet, go subscribe to Up and Adam. Um, are you excited for Celebrity Big Brother? It's starting up, I believe, the first week of February, the 5th, the 6th, one of those days. I believe, I don't, it's definitely at the beginning of February. So we'll see who the official cast is going to be. I assume that that'll be dropping very soon. Ooh, we're at 12 badges, you guys. 12 badges, you guys are amazing. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, Gossip. Thank you, Sam. Um, Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach if you want to keep up with me personally. That's where we do after parties. Oh, February 2nd. Thank you, Ansley. Celebrity Big Brother US starts February 2nd. Um, yeah, you can follow me at Just Plain Zach. I will be going live again on Saturday morning because we are doing the 21-day sugar detox, which is almost over. We're coming to an end very soon. Ooh, we're, we're coming to an end on the 21 sugar detox soon. So this Saturday, I will be going live with you guys. We'll do a little check-in Saturday morning. I'll have my coffee. We'll do a little chit-chat. Let's get it. If you haven't gotten a copy of Margaret Joseph's book yet, be sure to grab a copy because we are doing Bravo Book Club, which will be amazing. Every Tuesday night and Thursday night, we go live at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. All right. Love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Slide into my DMs. Let's have fun this weekend. Let's get Liddy City and just have a gay old time.